EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is a place you want to bet to get in on all of the Champions League and EPL action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Ace Per Head is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com promo code SGP. Hey guys, you're listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com, where we do have a four-unit pick out for the Dante Wilder Tyson Fury fight. We also have a podcast out right here on the SGP Network previewing that fight. So I reckon you'll probably be able to guess what way I've gone, but do you know how big I've gone on the pick? How confident am I? of the outcome of this fight. Listen to the podcast, upgrade to a package. You also upgrade to a package to get all of the soccer picks this weekend. We continued our lot record on the Europa League, 7-0 and so far for the season, and all futures are alive and well. So if you missed that, you missed out on our Europa League stuff, but you can still get involved before next week because that is a tournament that we are hitting it in. And, of course, next week, the Champions League show will be back here on the SGP over on the lock betting site, the European show, is available now. That's the crown jewel of the lock betting site, as we always say. Lock record over there this season, sitting currently at 24 and 6. That's 80% for those of you that aren't too good at math or maths, as we say. Never actually understood that one. Never understood why we call it maths and you call it math. And I understand there's a few of these, like Z and Z and tomato and tomato, but... I never understood the maths one. Why do you say math? Maths should have an S on the end, surely, because it's obviously more than one numbers. It's a plural. So don't understand that one. But you say math, we say maths. And for those of you that are good at maths, you will see that we've got an 80% lot record on the European show over at lockbetting.com. Moving on to this week's EPL stuff. It's a real difficult-looking week. Um, my initial thoughts running through it, a lot of unders. Lots and lots and lots of unders. Don't know whether to be creative here and give these unders out along with other plays in terms of what my second choice would be or whether I just fully commit to giving out these unders because when you look at these games and the teams involved and the teams that they're playing against and... 
even when you're not figuring in team versus team and you're looking at the situation of certain games, it all lends itself to unders. And as we run through, we'll, we'll talk about it in depth a little bit more um, as to why I've reached this point, even from the very beginning. So at 12.30 on Saturday, we have Chelsea versus Tottenham. Now, statistically, and you're looking at the two teams, it screams over. It screams over because Jose Mourinho has not got this defence tied down, hasn't fixed anything. Chelsea are a team that also don't defend very well. It's Chelsea versus Tottenham. It's got to be goals. It's got to be 3-2. It's got to be something high scoring, right? A Desmond, maybe a 2-2. I just don't see that kind of game developing in this situation based on the fact that Tottenham don't have some they don't have Kane, and they sold Christian Eriksen. The under 3.5 in this game is available at 1 to 2. The under 2.5 is available at plus money at 11 to 10. With all of these players missing in attack, what we're very likely to see is a Tottenham team sitting back and trying to hit this Chelsea team on the break or trying to score via some kind of set piece or some kind of situation similar to that. Now, the fact that Tottenham did this at home against Leisping tells me that Jose Mourinho has unashamedly gone back to doing what Jose Mourinho does. I don't think we saw the real Jose and his real team at the beginning, but... That was probably down to the fact that he sat there on being in sports as a pundit and even came onto Sky, talked about his next appointment and said that there would be an evolution in what he does. And I think that he probably said that in order to put himself in a situation where he was a more viable candidate for a job. But I think three months into this job, we're going to see a very negative Tottenham team, much like we did in midweek. Now, it could be forgiven as well. I'm not saying that Mourinho lied in order to get himself this, this this vacancy at Tottenham because I do feel like that he was the strongest candidate available once they decided to part ways with Pochettino. And I certainly don't think Pochettino will be doing any better because since Mourinho took over, if you did a league table from the day Mourinho took over to now, Tottenham would be third in the league. So that's not too bad. I mean, that's really the position where they would have been aiming for at the start of the season. So he's done okay. But what can you do when you lose Kane, Son, Ansel Eriksson, and Deli Ali's not in good form? It, it really, it really doesn't lend yourself to, to many other options. The, the problem is, is that his defence is not helping him out here. His defence is not playing well. It's not a Jose Mourinho defence. And even coming off that long break, the winter break, where I thought they would have prepared a little bit better, they came and leaked two goals against Aston Villa. Now. They could have been beaten a lot more by Leishbing as well. So despite the fact that they held Leishbing down to one and that only being a penalty, and no goals from open play, that wasn't a fair reflection on the balance of play here. And Chelsea, you've, Chelsea have shown throughout the season they can be beaten. They can be beaten by a team that sit back and hit them on the break. Southampton managed to do it here. And um, other teams have obviously done it here as well because Tottenham 
uh, sorry, Chelsea don't have a strong home record. Their home record is the reason why they're not guaranteed Champions League football at this point in time. And is it beyond the realm of possibility that Mourinho can go here and win as an underdog against his apprentice, Frank Lampard? Earlier on in the season, Chelsea won the reverse fixture of this and won it comfortably. But that was at a point in time where Chelsea were hot. Chelsea are ice cold at the moment. Chelsea are going to go out of the Champions League in this next round. Unquestionably, Bayern will beat them. There's no way that they could compete in that in that in that tie. And they will be lucky, very, very lucky to hold on to the top four because there are teams coming up from behind in better form with better weapons and are showing a more consistent a more consistent direction in terms of an Everton, for example. They know what they're doing at the moment. Manchester United, if they can just get it together against the smaller teams, they've shown that they are organised enough against the big teams to, to carry out a game plan. I don't think there's any very good, particularly good game plan management here from Chelsea. And I think we may see that at the weekend. I think Tottenham are a live dog here. I think the under is a live play here as well. 11 to 10 on under 2.5 goals. I think you take a stab on either. I just don't think you back Chelsea in this game. I just don't see how you can with this home record and the recent run of results and uh, going against Mourinho, coming back to the bridge. I don't see how you can take Chelsea here. Moving on, to, actually, it's worth noting as well, Tottenham on the double chance is also 11 to 10. So there's three viable options there and I, and I feel I have a real good chance of cashing. And uh, for the people that gave me some criticism uh, in recent weeks about chalky plays, there's nothing chalky there. There's three underdog, uh, underdog price bets given out there. Moving on to Burnley versus Bournemouth, where Burnley are the 23 to 20 favourites to win this game. It's 9 to 4 to draw, and it's 5 to 2 on Bournemouth. Bournemouth's difficult run is about to begin, and I feel that if they're to stay up in this league, this is one of the games where they need to take a result. Doesn't necessarily have to be a win. Uh, we've seen by looking at the table that draws can be very important results in order to keep you out of this relegation zone. Aston Villa's 90th minute goal that they conceded against Tottenham would have put them on 26 points level on Bournemouth, which would have taken them probably one spot higher up, up the league title. In fact, the goal difference would have kept them where they, where they were, but it would have taken them two points clear of West Ham as opposed to one point clear of West Ham because if West Ham draw the next game and Aston Villa lose... Um, West Ham's superior goal difference will make them trade places. That's how tight it is at the bottom of the league. For me, Bournemouth sh should come here and avoid a defeat. They, they need to. Um, I think for that reason, we'll see a cagey game. We won't see the wide-open Bournemouth that we've seen in, in previous years. I don't think they can afford to be that way because Burnley have shown this season that they are actually capable of scoring goals more so than they've been in the past. Um, wow, Paderborn just scored against Bayern Munich. Shocking. Um, distracted her by uh, the game that's on in the background. Um, moving back to this one. Yeah, I, I don't think that the Bournemouth of previous years can can come here and do that. I think we may see something similar to what we saw against Sheffield United, but I think they'll be wary of how deep they sat once they got 1-0 up because they very, very much went into their shell. I don't want to see that Bournemouth um, in terms of going into their shell. But even if we do see that Bournemouth, 
bear in mind, the winner in that game was in the last five minutes, and it was a very good goal by Lundstrom. Now, if Bournemouth go ahead in this game, for example, um, late in the first half, there'll be a lot less time for Burnley to come back and score two goals. But looking at the pattern of play, we've seen Bournemouth go into their shell after going one up in games. Um, for me, this one, there's value here on the draw, for sure, here at 5-2. to two. But I think Bournemouth avoided defeat here in a low-scoring game. Up next, um, in fact, back-to-back, we have the unders of all unders here. Uh, Palace versus Newcastle and Sheffield United versus Brighton. Uh, we'll start with Palace versus Newcastle. This one is an absolute cast iron, nailed on under game. Earlier on in the season, there was just one goal in this game. Uh, I listened to parts of the commentary of this game and it was unquestionably one of the most boring games of the season. The fact that we've got the under here sitting at 8-13 eight is incredible value for me. If you look at the past games that these two have played, they never, ever really produce that many goals. Um, it, it just seems that you get that sometimes where teams just end up cancelling each other out. And this is a fixture where the two teams notoriously cancel each other out. Maybe not so much in previous years when Newcastle had the old Kevin Keegan factor and, and all that. But if we go back to 2016, well, if we look at November the 28th, 2015, there was a 5-1 win for Palace. Since then, six unders in a row. Newcastle and Crystal Palace 1-0 on the 30th of April 2016. 21st of October 2017, another 1-0. A 1-0 draw on the 4th of February 2018. On the 22nd of September 2018, we saw a 0-0. On the 6th of April 2019, we saw a 1-0 win. And on the 21st of December, earlier on in the season, we saw a 1-0 win for Newcastle. So... There's even enough grounds there to take an under 1.5. But for me, we're going to go under 2.5, under, under, under in this game. Benteke versus Joel Linton. Awful strike forces there that these two teams are hanging their hats on. And um, Palace need to be careful because they're in terrible form and they could get sucked into a relegation race. I wouldn't be surprised if Newcastle nick this game. They've been very good away from home this season. So there is a definite possibility that that could happen. But for me... One nil either way, but for sure, for sure, we don't get three goals here. Same could be said of Sheffield United versus Brighton. Now, these are two teams that are playing far more attractive football than the last two teams that we spoke about, but there just doesn't seem to be goals produced. Sheffield United have one of the best defensive records in the whole Premier League, and that's why it's a very good idea to take Sheffield United players in your fantasy lineups. And uh, for me here, this is another game that could be decided by maybe one goal. Uh, two max, maybe, if these two teams can can split it. I think Brighton are in a position where they can't afford to get beat. Every point is vital. Brighton, for me, are definite contenders still to go down, even though they sit in 15th place. They've only got 27 points. They're just three points ahead of the relegation zone. Therefore, there's massive value on them still at 5-1 to one to go down because they shouldn't be that big. Um, if they lose this game, they are in real trouble because we could see teams leapfrog them depending on results this weekend. I don't think that will necessarily happen immediately, but I'm not expecting Brighton to win this game, that's for sure. 
And as for Sheffield United, now they could go into the top four this weekend, um, depending on how results go. Um, if Chelsea and Tottenham have a draw, and Sheffield United win this game by three goals, which is unlikely, they would go into the top four. The fact that it's even a possibility is shocking for me, but they can certainly... Almost, they're almost guaranteed, in fact, if they win this game to finish this weekend in fifth place because Chelsea and Tottenham above them are going to take points of each other inevitably. So, great opportunity for Sheffield United here to really knock on the door of the top four. And bearing in mind, there is no top four now in terms of Champions League. The top five gets you into the Champions League with Man City's ban. So, in actuality, Sheffield United could finish the weekend in Champions League positions if they win this. I do think they'll win this. I think they'll win this by a single goal. I think this will be a 1-0 win for Sheffield United. But for me, once again, an under game. Don't see three goals in this one either. Up next, we look at Southampton versus Aston Villa, where Southampton are the 4-6 favourites. It's 3-1 the draw, and it's 19-5 on Villa. Despite House and Hootle talking about the fact his team are still in relegation danger, they didn't play like that last time when they were at home. Their home record is relatively poor. Uh, they recently just got beaten by Burnley. And I, words, I don't think that Villa have the capability to come here at Southampton and win. I think there's decent value on them to get something here at 6-5 to five in order to avoid the defeat. Um, I don't necessarily have this down as an under game because Villa's manager even spoke this week about how the lack of clean sheets has cost them. Therefore, it's very difficult for Villa to bet on to bet on Villa to get one, especially without Mings in the team. We don't know if he'll be back or not this weekend. It's not been confirmed yet, but that will obviously improve their chances. But for me, I think this one has all the makings of a draw and an important draw, an important point for Aston Villa, especially after not getting that point last week, which they really needed to get, which would have put them in a far better position in the table. They lost that and that point due to a late injury time winner from Son, painful one for Villa, and um, they'll need to compensate. And then they should, they should put all their energy into getting something in this game prior to next week's cup final against Manchester City. Before we move on to the main game on Saturday, which is Leicester versus Manchester City, let me take a second to let you know that everything we're giving out here, all of these picks can be found at the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, mybookie.ag. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. And if you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code SGP to get your extra crash from mybookie.ag, where you can bet win and get paid we're also brought to you by ace per head ace per head is the place to go to if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book where they'll provide you with all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wages graded immediately of top-notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry plus ace per head offers a live betting experience and an amazing mobile experience so if you get started today ace is offering up to six weeks for free and to get involved head over to aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash SGP and um, this is a great weekend to get involved with all of these sponsors especially that that bonus money from mybookie.ag you can really go to town on this weekend's big fight between Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder all the odds are over there at mybookie.ag and of course for all of these EPL games which will include Leicester versus 
Manchester City, where Leicester are the 11 to 10 underdogs to win this game. And Manchester City are the four to six favourites. Trying to understand why Manchester City give a shit about this game. They can't win a Premier League. Um, they've just been given a big fuck you by Europa, by being banned from the Champions League. And what's the biggest way to give you a fuck you right back? And that's to win this season's Champions League. Now, I can imagine every refereeing decision on the planet is going to go against Manchester City to stop that happening because that's not what UEFA wants to happen. But that's certainly what Manchester City will be focusing on. Plus the fact they have a cup final coming next weekend. So two much, much bigger games. Bearing in mind second place means nothing. Bearing in mind the top four doesn't even mean nothing so you're banned from Europe. Why would you not take Leicester here at 11-10 to 10 on the double chance market? They're 7-2 to two to win this game outright. I may have actually given Leicester out as 11-10. to 10. What I meant by that is that Leicester are 11-10 to 10 here just to avoid a defeat. They're actually seven to two to win this win this game, and they are a real, real live dog here. Leicester have always caused City problems, although the last game was relatively comfortable after after Leicester did go ahead. But in the end, the balance of play was very much with Manchester City. But let Man City always struggle. They always struggle with Jamie Vardy running in behind. Obviously, Laporte is back, but will Laporte play? Will he be one of the players they want to wrap in cotton wool? Will Aguero play? Will De Bruyne play? I think you're getting an unbelievable line here. Great value on over 3-1 here on Leicester at 7-2. to two. I really think they have a chance of, of beating a second string Man City team. That's what I'm expecting. Bold prediction, I know. That's one of the main reasons why I didn't take this as a game of the week because I didn't want to do a combined 11 on the sportsgamingpodcast.com. Uh, my article is back this week with my predictions and I didn't want to do an article this week where I picked a bunch of players that didn't play. So I stuck to Tottenham versus Chelsea over there because um, even though this is game of the week based on league position, of course, uh, I'm not expecting it to be um, that significant based on the fact that when you look at the lineup Man City are going to put out, bearing in mind that Pep Guardiola applies some intelligence here, um, it's not going to be a strong lineup. Uh, if he doesn't, if he does, he does end up playing all these players. Uh, I do really don't understand what the, what the guy is playing at. To be honest with you. Moving on to Sunday's game, it's Manchester United versus Watford. Another under game here that I like. Uh, Watford already beat Man U 2-0 earlier on in the season by implementing a tactic by putting men behind the ball, trying to catch Man United off guard. They got two quick goals in quick succession uh, against the runner player, a mistake by De Gea and then a penalty. I think Man United will be out for revenge. I think they'll be wanting to continue momentum after a great win against Chelsea. I do expect them to win this game. They're at a good price here of 3-5 where I'm looking but the best price of 4-6 to six is available. If there wasn't so many great unders, this one would have locked potential. And this in itself... I think has the potential to be um, to be an under here as well. Um, the under is available at five to six or 10 to 11 in some other places. I think you're in safe hands if you combine Man United to win this with the under 4.5 goals here at even money here in this game. Up next, we go to Wolves versus Norwich, where Wolves are the eight to 15 favourites here. It's three to one to join. It's 11 to two on Norwich. Wolves are chasing down a top four place and their Europa League qualification is secure. They absolutely thumped Espanyol. I don't think that many of the top players are going to get much game time in that away leg. The, the tie is over and that allows Wolves to be, them, to be in a great position where they don't have to 
rest anybody here. They can fully focus on this game and a fully focused Wolves team going up against the Norwich team that are already relegated. Only one result for me. Wolves win this game at a great price here. And again, that's another one that I would have considered for a lock if there weren't so many great underplays available here. The Sunday game at 4.30 sees Arsenal versus Everton, where Arsenal are the 21-20 favourites. It's 13-5. The draw is 12-5 on Everton. Unders have cashed in every Mikel Arteta match as the Arsenal manager that hasn't involved Chelsea. And I don't see why this one would be any different. He's going up against his old team here. Carlo Ancelotti has notoriously been a very sound defensive manager. He's an Italian, for God's sake, so of course he would be. Um, the under 3.5 is available at 1 to 2 here, and the under 2.5 is available at 11 to 10. I'm not understanding that because I'm not seeing a three goal game here. I'm seeing two teams that are under new managers who are focused on fixing the organisation of the two sides who are very disorganised prior to their appointment. And I see a game here which doesn't end up producing a large number of goals. Two maximum, that means under 2.5. That means an underdog price of 11 to 10 for the under on this game. Closing out with the Monday Night Football, and we won't be seeing an under here. Liverpool versus West Ham. Liverpool 1-6, to 6-1 on the draw, and 14-1 to one on West Ham. West Ham's season isn't going to be determined by if they can get a result against Liverpool away from home. This is a guaranteed home win. This is a guaranteed handicap cover, which is available at 4-9 for the minus 1, 11-10 for the minus 2. Um, the only reason I'm sceptical about taking that one is because I don't know whether Mane is going to feature in this game and Liverpool always seems to be missing something when Mane doesn't play. He seems to be a little bit more influential than most Salah is. But Salah will be involved in this game. Firmino will be involved in this game. Um, all the usual suspects. And of course, that strong, strong back line. And I expect them to continue keeping clean sheets. I like Liverpool to nil here at even money in this game. Closing out with the lock on this show, but before I do so, let me take a second here to talk about Simply Safe, who are the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today and get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee if you're not satisfied. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on your home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP. P. We're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com and the promo code SGP. My luck on this show today is going to be the under in the Crystal Palace Newcastle game. So much data for that. Um, I just think it's an absolute no-brainer not to play it. I think that's a definite home run there if you play that one my parlay is going to focus on two games on Sunday just going to go straight out Man United versus Wolves to put themselves in a better position for this top four or former top four now the top five a hundred on that returns you over plus 150 yards you can get yourself 262 pounds and 33 pence for that parlay and as for the underdog play a few things i liked on this one uh, i liked tottenham as an underdog earlier on i mentioned them 
Um, I like uh, unders in that Tottenham game as well. I like under here in the Arsenal-Everton game. But I'm going to go for a big dog this week. I'm going to go for Leicester at 7-2. I don't think we're going to see a strong Manchester City team here. And I think they'll be there for the taking. And this represents a great opportunity for Leicester to close the gap on City as they chase second place this season. So Leicester is the dog this week at 7-2. That concludes this edition of the EPL show. I'll be back in the week with a Champions League show over on the feed at the moment you will have a Champions League future show that was done for the SGP. You'll also have an edition of the Fight Show covering the Wilder and Fury fight. Make sure you check that out over on my website lockben.com. We will be putting out our official picks for the soccer this weekend. Also, the NBA is back. We'll be getting involved in that. And of course, Fury versus Wilder 2 and the European show this weekend. And in case you missed it, Europa League stuff. The Europa League stuff is exclusive to lockbetting.com. I had someone asked me about the Europa League show. The Europa League show is exclusive lockbetting.com show. So make sure you head over to lockbetting.com for that. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening guys.